ESPN 690 and Action Sports Jacks presents Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau. We're going to have to show a little more patience than the year two pom-pom people. Casey Kurtz. Yo! Well, what are we doing, bro? Come on! And Aaron Schachter. I'm, I'm all in favor of these two showing their love, really celebrating their relationship. This is Brent and Friends with Brett Martineau, Kiki Kurtz, and Aaron Schachter on Jacksonville's home for ESPN Radio, ESPN 690. Football at 5 here on a Friday. It's a strange Friday, not going to lie. It started the show like this. It's not just because it's Casey's birthday. Happy birthday, 25 for him. But all that I've accomplished is crazy. Well, we got a beautiful day out, and uh, we got no high school football, and rightfully so. I mean, we, you get why it all happened. Uh, we'll have a lot of high school football Monday, some on Tuesday, even some on Thursday, and then, of course, Friday next week. But it's just so weird in football season. Like, I either figured we'd be covering the storm, and so you knew what was going and, and now it like, feels like a normal day just without the high school football. So no blitz scoreboard show, no Friday night blitz. It's, it's just so bizarre. Yeah. Uh, when you, we are so routine. Like We talk about athletes as routine-oriented, but... In the fall, we get kind of routine-oriented as well. It's true. This was also the uh, first blitz. It was going to be without the shrimp season. That's I, true. I usually go this OT shrimp straight into so like I never get to leave or anything. Yeah. It's a hell and, of a birthday present. Yeah, kind of. I'm not going to lie to you, Brent. Kind yeah, of. A little reprieve's okay. Yeah. Mix it up. And uh, tomorrow we have FSU football, yes, right? we do. Uh, that's at 3.30 uh, coverage starts. One. One o'clock. And we also have, uh, oh, who just fired their coach? Arizona State and USC. Oh. Arizona After State, that. USC. Oh, will they get the bump over USC? I still yeah. wonder how good a USC is. We're going to find out. And you can, uh, you can listen you, to ESPN yeah. 690. Going in a car, traveling, work at night on the weekend, whatever it is. It'll, yeah, I think coverage starts at 10. I should know. I scheduled it, but I'm pretty sure it's 10. <laughs> um, excited about all we have on ESPN 690 these days. We got Sunday morning. We'll have ESPN 690 game day live on the road. Uh, it's Casey Kurtz and Brian Middleton hosting the show. I'll check in from Philadelphia. Uh, then we get to come back home finally and have one from the Duval House next Sunday. Uh, we'll have uh, Sunday Night Football, which is Chiefs Bucks. That's on. Yes. Right? We, we have also, that on ESPN 690. We do. And we will also, before that, have the Panthers. Oh. And whoever's playing the Panthers. Oh, is, are, is that the Saints, Panthers? No, the Saints are in London. Who are the Saints playing in London? Uh, the Vikings. Oh, okay, the Vikings. Literally every game I know but the one on the station. Now, the Cardinals, they will play Cardinals. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Boy, that's the weirdest line of the week, by the way. I think the Panthers are favored by like a point and no, a half. No, bro, I will tell you there's weird lines. I was looking it up for the picks today, which we're going to do in a little bit. There are some strange things happening. Nebraska, coachless. I know this is a different sport. Well, the same sport, different league. You know what I mean. Nebraska is favored by five and a half over Indiana. It makes no sense. Nebraska can't beat anybody. Yeah, that's true. But they're, I mean, I'm not sure I'd put my money on either one of those schools. Oh, I hammered Indiana. But how uh, bad are the Cardinals if they're not, if they lose to the Panthers? I mean, the Cardinals uh, are supposed to be good. Yeah. This, this, they, they lose to the Panthers. I'm starting to ask questions about Kingsbury and Kyler. Sure. Right? Absolutely. Or maybe people already are. But that would raise, because they're already one and two. You go into one and yeah. three and beat a Panthers team that, He's just okay. They got, this. like, nothing. Yeah. No mojo. They might not even have McCaffrey. 
Uh, yes, so he's, he's questionable. He's very much questionable, yes. So, But that is the oddest line for me. Uh, so anyway, keep up with the line. So we get an extra game in, so that's nice. Sometimes we have them on Sunday, sometimes we don't in the afternoon, but we always have Sunday night football. Then Monday, we'll have Monday morning madness, and I, you better bring it, folks. You better bring it on Monday morning, win or lose. But especially if they win, I want phone calls ringing, like, nonstop. Bang, 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 bang. 9 You can call any show anytime. You know that. Uh, but that show, we really want you to call in, and we always get a bunch of interaction on YouTube and uh, Facebook and Twitter. We don't really get a lot of interaction on Twitch, but we have, you can watch it on Twitch. Yeah. And, uh, man, that show's been fun. That's been a good, good, fun show for us, man, especially with the Jags playing well. Yeah, keep it up, please. Uh, so, and then we got our Monday lineup. Uh, I guess we have Maurice Jones-Drew from London this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He is in London. Yes. I'm, I haven't told Rasheed Mathis this on Monday. I might go out to him because oh. we have a football game at Fletcher. So I might end up out that way. Nice. And so I might just try to find Rasheed, see if we can get him on. Nice. Well, we will uh, be able to get him on. So, well, we'll get him on either the phone or not. But anyway, we'll have some fun. Uh, things are fun when you win around here. And uh, right now the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing that. There's a lot of hope and there's a lot of um, can't wait to see Sunday's game. I mean, right? Hey, can't wait to Sunday. I know it's been the case around here now. Yes. It's like, oh, no, there's another Sunday. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> very true. This is not one of those times. I'm very excited. I can't wait to get to that point. It's Still a few days away, but I'll be amped up until then. I'll I'll stay locked in on FIFA until then, and then Sunday morning I'll be ready to roll, Brent. I'm excited. All right. Uh, I've got some fa- – I told you I'd give you a fantasy just oh, yeah. so you guys don't miss this miss out. Okay. Keenan Allen out again. Son of a – DeAndre Swift, I've got to put him down on the bench because he's out. Yeah, I'm moving. David Montgomery, I lost, I'm out with him this I, week. I already took him out of mine. I figured that was coming. Mac Jones is out. Kadarius Tony's out. A.J. Green is out. Well, the Cardinals will lose then. Michael Thomas is out. Jameis Winston is out. Uh, Boston Scott is out. Renfro, I thought I saw somewhere else that he's out, but maybe this one says unlikely. Uh, Who? Renfro. I haven't seen Hunter that. Renfro. Uh, questionable is uh, Reynolds. Uh, Jacoby. He's just doing first name. Who's Jacoby? First name or last name? Myers, I would think. Oh, Myers, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zay? That's Zay Jones. Yes. Dawson Knox. Yes. Gabe Davis. Yikes. Is it Gabe or Gabriel? Did he? It's Gabriel, but he, he, everyone calls him Gabe now. He's been going by Gabe. Yeah. He, he was, was Gabriel, like last year, did he? No, he was Gabriel. Yeah, I thought year. so. It's, a, it's, it's so confusing because he was like Gabriel Davis, and then we had a Dylan Gabriel at UCF. Yeah. It's odd. It's one of those, you ever do that where it's a uh, same last name? You can like, like, uh, what, Dylan Gabriel Davis? Yeah, I haven't. Do those? No, yeah, I my don't. Dad used to that's, do that a, that's a fun game, actually. It's a fun game. Uh, Julio's out. Uh, qu- I'm sorry, questionable. Rondale Moore's questionable. Uh, Rondale Moore hasn't played all year, by the way. Jarvis, Godwin, Corderell Patterson, yes, and Christian McCaffrey. The whole league. So, yeah, it's a lot of questionable. I mean, goodness. I always feel like questionable on Friday means you're going to play. Not always. But it doesn't always happen that way. I'm just saying. By I the way, that. DFS this week, Daily Fantasy, is going to be nuts, folks. All of these people are still cheap. They didn't adjust the prices in most places. This is going to be wild in DFS. I'm playing Khalil Herbert and Jamal Williams. <laughs> playing them both? Schwer and James, <laughs> yeah. It's a wild thing. Uh, we have our fantasy uh, card breaks with the Voli's House of Cards. And our team's trash, right? 
Our team is not good. I've got another team that awesome. I do a tie. It's okay. Great. Like, it's not great either. This is going to be a tough week for us. Is there any chance we have Khalil Herbert? No. Maybe Jamal Williams. I do have Jamal Williams with Ty wow. in that one. So, you got to go I'm check. I'm up. telling you, you got to check that out, though. We've we've been okay in the early going. We won the first week. Well, we were in the money we the first third, week. Yeah. And uh, we are a little disappointing last week. And this team, like, what happens, we're getting stymied here because you get a QB, a running back, wide receiver, tight end, free flexes, and a super flex. We couldn't fill the positions. Like, we have two positions that we couldn't even fill. Holy cow. It's only, you get, that's what? How many spots is that? Eight? But well, we only have 24 cards in the box. Are we just hitting offensive linemen? <laughs> yeah, I don't What's know. going on, I was like, I was packing up while they were doing it, so oh, uh, I didn't even goodness. see what else we got. But this there are guys in there. Like, I'll give you an example. We got Calvin Ridley. We can't play him. Dang He's it. suspended. See, we should be able to pick any Falcons receiver. <laughs> That's not how it works. We should just ride Drake London. I'll give back. you something else. Like, there's a chance. Oh, I, I know this one. It's not in our... Um, the ESPN 691, but with Ty, the one I do with him, uh, I picked, I think, Christian McCaffrey. Well, then all of a sudden he started missing practice all week. Oh. So I might not even get to use him. But you can't go cherry him out. Yeah. That's an, that's a part of the rule. Strategy. Yeah. So, anyway, hey, go to the Volley's House of Cards. You can actually start planning for next week now. And uh, you buy a pack of cards. You get in the game. You can do it on a weekly basis, but it's fun. It is fun. And just to confirm, it's a blaster box, not just a pack, folks. Yeah, if sorry. It's a that. blaster box. You don't have to deal with just one pack. You get all the packs in the box. I did get, in one of the boxes I opened, a pretty good card. What did I show you? Oh, uh, the Heroes, Justin Herbert. Yeah, it was Justin Herbert. Yes. Not a bad card, right? We're, no, it's not. And a fun fact, Brent, we hit the Justin Herbert Heroes out of last year's Prestige as well. It was in something that we bought uh, just for the show. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so you're two, two years in a row running on the Heroes, Justin Herbert. Not bad. Not bad. So, uh, anyway, you go to Devoli's House of Cards. You can also uh, give them a call, and they can get in the game that way. Uh, we'll be there on Tuesday, every Tuesday at Devoli's House of Cards down in St. Johns County. And sooner or later, though, it's going to be up. It's kind of a new thing, but it's going to be up soon that you can get on the website, so we'll share that with you, and uh, you can do it from there. But it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a cool spin on fantasy football, and even if you're a card collector or if you just like to. Gambling. Yeah, maybe take a gamble or two. Um why are the Panthers over the Cardinals? I'm still trying to figure out. Um, that's How about the, the Colts three-and-a-half favorites over the Titans? I don't get that one. I know they beat the Chiefs, but I don't get it. Yeah, I, we saw that one, too. Um, three-and-a-half was a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not sold on the Colts, man. I'm not sure they're that good. But if they win, I was telling the guys today when we were talking about it, if they win, they're 2-1-1 one and, one and in first place. Right. If the Jags lose. Yeah. So, it kind of rescued a bad start with a win over the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs changed everything, but I'm just, I still wasn't overly impressed with the Colts when they beat the Chiefs. Like, you no. came away, you're impressed with the Jags the way they beat the Chargers. Sometimes teams just kind of flop a little bit, and I thought that was more of a flop game for the Chiefs. And they've done that a couple of times now over the last few years. But I didn't walk away from thinking, man, the Colts are really good. That's the team I expected. I mean, Matt Ryan still got sacked five times. They were in their face. Kansas City missed a field goal that would have made it a touchdown game and I think would have changed like the complexion of it toward the end. So I don't know what to make out of it. But if they do beat the Titans, for one of these teams, the Titans, Colts, you're going to be like, all right, they're kind of back. 
Yeah. Because the wins in week three were massive for both of them. Unless they tie. Right? <laughs> Which apparently is on sure the table. I'm sure you want another tie. Right now the tie is screwing things up. True. But I wouldn't feel good about him if they tied. I'm just saying. I, mean, I guess yeah, in the long run you could, Ben. I, I don't know. I always feel like the team that ties usually benefits down the road. And and that could be the case if they were to tie. Yeah. Again. All right. So here's what I want to do, Casey. That you know I like doing this. The one word thing. One uh, one one line on each game going in to the games, and then we'll do it coming out of the games. Maybe uh, you know, like on Tuesday or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm with you. We're trying to figure out some of these spreads. Vikings and Saints. And this is going to be a long one. But if I wasn't getting up for a pregame show, ESPN 690 Game Day Live, I would sleep through Andy Dalton and Kirk Cousins. I have no idea who these teams are yet. Yeah, that's a good one. It's better than mine. Browns-Falcons. Uh, will not be tuning in. <laughs> Falcons might be... Sneakily a little bit better than I thought That's they were. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't know how to say it like as you did because like they're not good, but at the same time they're in it, right? And Drake London, oh, I told you it was him. But, you know, yeah. I think the Falcons are going to win this game, actually. I did too. And I'm not sure you wanted to say it just as I did because I'm not sure sneakily is even a word. Commanders and Cowboys. Cooper, Rush, <laughs> Dumb continues. I don't know. Fandom, Rush, Dumb, same thing. The Jags' loss to Washington is going to continue to look bad because they're not very good. They're not. But I'm still happy the Jags are 2-1. and one. Yes. Seahawks-Lions. Lions favored in the game end up losing. I have so much confidence in the Lions to win this game that I almost picked them in a survival pool. No, I'm in Ross St. Brown. Be careful, Brian. I know, North Swift. Yeah, no, nah, can't do that. They're beating the Seahawks anyway. Can't do that. Titans-Colts. Derrick Henry with the little greater sign than Jonathan Taylor. Really? Yeah. Neither one of these teams is still dangerous no matter what happens on Sunday. So go on. Bears-Giants. Giants continue to roll, if you will. They'll be 3-1. <laughs> uh... I like the Bears on the road in this game. Jags-Eagles. Best game of the weekend. <laughs> this is like a blockbuster nobody saw coming. Yes. It's a good one. Jets-Steelers. Hide your mom's He's <laughs> back. Uh, Jets won the football game, by the way. You know, I kind of like them, too. It's weird. This is a tough uh, gut check time for the Steelers. That's a good one. But, you know, he's going to get the mom bump for being back. So there's no doubt Zach Wilson. You know, I, I, this is a hard game, too, because you know me. I don't really think the Steelers are that good. I actually think the Jets have more, like, like they almost feel better about themselves. You can getting, get excited about the Jets low-key. You can, but I don't know how Zach Wilson's going to play in the debut. Right. He's been out for a month. Like, I have no idea what to expect. Like, so if if I was giving gambling advice here, I'd be like, do not touch this game with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. And if I was giving it, the guy that didn't get any right a couple weeks back, I would say hammer the Jets. <laughs> no way. Well, that's the other thing. I, I would say don't ever hammer the Jets. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> now, here's what you should hammer. Because if Zach Wilson's back, that means Elijah Moore's back. Looks at him. 
every play. Never been more excited to have him in fantasy. Bills Ravens. Very close second to best game behind Jags and Eagles. Lamar is him still. Bills are back this week. Nah. I'm adjusting mine. Calais double sack on Josh Allen. Gets him twice. That's what double sack means. I don't like to predict injuries, but Josh Allen's got to watch out. He really does. Because he could be the next guy that gets, and I'm not saying I'm like, just got two away. I'm just, it's too many physical plays, man. It, you can't do that the whole time. Even Jalen Hurts has backed off that the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And after keep, 17 carries to open the year. To your point, like, obviously, nope, we don't want anyone to get injured. But, like, it happens to Tua when, like, Lamar, like, you know what I mean? Tua doesn't even move. But, like, it just, you know, it happens in the pocket, you know, whatever. But, like, it's just, it's wild how it happens. It is. Uh, Bills are still, like, the craziest thing. They had overcame four turnovers in the opener and routed the Rams. Yet they dominated the game with 40 minutes of time of possession. Ran 85 plays and lost to the Dolphins. And dude punted it off the other dude's butt. <laughs> it's a crazy thing. Yeah. This league, man. Chargers, Texans. Back-to-back weeks of disappointment for the Chargers. Wow. See, I think Texans. totally different. I think Chargers going to – this is a get-right game. Spread's only five and a half, by the way. For the Chargers. Yeah, I, I think they're going to put it on the Texans. Nah. Texans have outperformed. Cardinals, Panthers. Listen to it on ESPN 690. <laughs> Why are the Cardinals an underdog? And I get it, three points right on the road, so they're technically maybe a favorite in that sense. But Kyler and Kingsbury, you got to do something or what? Step it up. No excuses. You don't have none of your wide receivers. Patriots-Packers. Packers continue to back themselves into wins. This is a 1996, bruh. Oh, I like that was that. the Super Bowl. Well, no, I like that you said bra. I know. I figured you'd like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't care about the Super Bowl. I hate the word bra. I was negative one. I just said it anyway. You hate it, huh? I don't hate it. Really? You ain't got to find me saying it much. Uh, I hate when Kaylee says bra to me. Kaylee, keep it up. Oh, to you. To me. Yeah, I'm not going to help there. Uh, Broncos Raiders. Keep it up, Kaylee. Love it. Uh, Broncos Raiders. Raiders finally win, I think. Crazy thing is neither team has played good. No. Uh, I think the Raiders get off the schneid. Like, the Broncos can't keep doing, like, winning barely. Yeah. But they haven't played good. Like, maybe they play well this week. True. I think the Raiders win well. Uh, Chiefs, Bucks. Chiefs demolish Bucks. I'm concerned about the Bucks on offense. And Tom Brady is their quarterback. No, it's fair. That's why I said it. I don't think they can score. They were missing every wide receiver. Godwin's questionable. They're going to get some back. Mike Evans is. Oh, off Mike Evans back because he's off suspension. Yeah, but like they're not. You like Fournette can't really get it going. Like they just can't. Something's not there. They're not clicking. I don't know if it's the coach part of it, right? Because they did uh, yeah, obviously it's not for yeah. But like something's not there yet on offense. When they get it, I'll be back on them. But I think this is. I weirdly think this is the week they figure it out because they're going to get absolutely smacked by the Chiefs, and then they come back off of that and just figure it out. How much is it on Brady? Like, because I haven't really watched him play a lot. I guess again, I don't see these teams play on Sundays. Yeah, usually because we're we're right in the middle of it with the Jags. I mean, is Brady not playing well, or is it just all look off? It all looks off. Yeah, but I mean, he's part of it. Yeah. Oh, well, because uh, the reason I ask that is what's going on in his noggin right now, you oh, know, yeah. with everything. I, yeah, I think it's just overall a, a cluster problem. Uh, Rams 49ers. Uh, 
Rams cover the spread. Oh, that's the one, Brent. Thank yeah. you. Why? Yeah. Why is San Francisco favored? Yeah, San Francisco, one and a half point favorites. Yeah. Is this the game that San Fran always beats the Rams? And then, like, the Rams always beat Seattle? They've got some crazy stuff going on in the West where there's Might one be. team that, like, dominates the series. I think that's right. So is that why? Like, they're giving that much credence to the trend, which I guess you should because the Jags have beaten Indy, like, 140 times in a row in Jacksonville. Yeah, it must be. But, I mean, a but, point and a half. Come like, on. these spreads are just nuts. I'm saying, Brent, they're all, even in college football, they're weird. But Vegas, something's going on. Vegas going to win a lot of money this week. Probably, but something's up. But, like, you have to, it's it such is. a sucker take. Like, how can you not take the Rams? Did you watch the 49ers last week? I know. We're stepping out of the end zone. And it actually benefits you. What a wild thing. I mean, be honest with you. It's like, how do you not take the Chargers? Five and a half, that's nothing over Houston. I'm betting on the Texans. I know you are, but still, it's nothing. How can you not take the Cardinals? They're getting points against Carolina. Baker Mayfield. I'll tell you, a team, like, even a good Bills over the Ravens. I mean, anytime you can get the Bills for a field goal, True. it's like worth the – it's worth it. Yeah, I will be on the Ravens. Of course you will. Now, this That's might why be you went 0 for 100 like yes. that weekend, man. But just imagine, I'm giving you free advice. Imagine when it pops, though, right? <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. Best team to bet on uh, or <clears throat> wager on in the NFL is the Chiefs because they can make you the most happy. And that game's a pick on, by the way. Yeah, and, and uh, listen, I will be going I get, that's tough, right? I mean, with Tampa, but you know, last week they disappointed. Mm hmm. But there's got to be more money won on the Chiefs if you bet the Chiefs side of things over the last three years than any other team. They're the best backdoor cover in the league. Oh, the best. Like, they will, you need seven out of them, they'll go get it late. Yep, exactly. I mean, it's, it's like, gives you the most confidence. There's no doubt. I feel that was a little too strong on the betting side of things here at the end of that segment. You know? You know but I've still got, like, this old school in me, like, he couldn't say that like 10 years ago. Yeah, but now, you know. Couldn't say it 15 years ago. Yeah, and I'll say it. If you need me to relay the message to the people, I, listen, we can't now tell we you. just need Florida to get on board. Yeah, Florida, come on. Did you see the guy, by the way? This is exactly why that Florida's not on board. But did you, uh, it got, gambling got, sports gambling got legalized in Kansas, maybe somewhere random. And he posted, he's like, my goal was to make $7,000 in the first month. I now only need to make 22000 to reach it. That was a great tweet. It was. That was a great tweet. And we I'm don't condone that. Absolutely not. I don't know how anybody, I seriously will say this on the heels of like having fun with picks that I don't know how anybody tries to make a living betting on the NFL. It's, I don't. Like, I really don't. I, I can see why it's baseball, fun, though? Yeah, I get it. But I don't know how they try to. It is so hard. It's difficult. I will give you that. It's extremely difficult. All right, we'll be back. Football at five rolls on. Brent and friends on ESPN 690. <laughs> After all that, we will have our picks. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Coming up next. But it won't cost us a dime. We hope. We'll be back. Brent and friends, ESPN 690 on a Friday no feet in the parking lot yet, but it's getting close, Brett. Not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, but not yet. Not until we do the one thing. The one thing that I come to the show for every single week. The one thing that I contributed last year that was actually pretty good. Victorious in it. And you know it's my favorite thing. If you're on the stream, heads up, you're not going to get this. But on the radio, you know it, you love it. Yeah! 
right now. I'll take Buffalo, especially coming off a loss. Uh, Mark Devoli has Baltimore. Aaron Schachter has the Bills. Good little split situation here, Brent. Yes. As we go to the final game of the week, you know what you love it. Jacksonville Jaguars, they are getting six and a half, half points. That was weird. On the road. <laughs> I, I didn't expect that to happen. Aaron Schachter will be the villain of the room. He will take the Philadelphia Eagles. Minus I can see that. Six and a half points. I can see that. Like, I don't think that's absurd. I don't think it's a sign of disrespect that it's a six and a half either, you know? Uh, but I'm taking the Jags with the points. So I actually am going to – I always say this. Like, what the hell? They're playing well. And I've picked them when they have played poorly. Yeah. Like, a lot. True. I, I, do, I think there are two things about this game that I feel pretty good about the Jags. One is I think Philadelphia has played a softer schedule but also have dominated so much that they're probably not going to route another team in four straight games. So that's going to bring that to, like, an even good game or have a chance for the Jags. And I just don't think Philadelphia's been great in the second half. And I think we see trends that stick. The Jags have been awesome in the third quarter and pretty good in the second half overall. And so I like the Jags to kind of take control of the game in the third quarter again and keep that trend up. Meanwhile, uh, Mark Devoli will take the Jags. Oh, I hate to do it. All right. You can do it. I'll take the Eagles. <laughs> I love that you don't want it. I don't. I strongly don't. But the only thing that's in my head is backdoor cover. Because I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility the Jags lose by seven points. I think it's a real, real possibility if the Eagles are that good. And by the way, a seven-point loss to the Eagles would not be bad for the Jags. Like, yes, it's a loss. But at the same time, if you're playing with them, backdoor cover, whatever it is, I hate to do I hate to do it. But I really need to catch up on you guys. I will take <laughs> or get further behind. Get further us, behind. I'll take the Philadelphia Eagles minus six and a half. Uh, but hey, I hate. To do it. Dang it, man! I hate myself. Back to uh, back to the Florida State game for a moment. I love you, Jacksonville. Yep. <laughs> man, this would be unbelievable to see Florida State go to five and zero because this, as I said, after this Philly game, the Jag stretch is a massive one to me. When they've got Houston at home, they go on the road to Indy, and they've got. Uh, uh, home against the Giants. Well, for Florida State, this is a massive stretch. They got Wake. They got Clemson at home in a couple of weeks. NC State. NC State's in between. Yeah. And NC State might be the best of them. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna find out at least. I I what, here's the problem. Well, not the problem, but here's the curiosity. I think Florida State's pretty good, but I also am pretty confident to say they're not unbelievably good. Yeah, which is why I don't get to spread fully. Like that's Well, I think you could say the same about Wake. And Wake's coming off like the problem with Wake is they've got to come back up after playing Clemson and just falling short. That's a hard thing to do mentally now. You just left it out there last week. Yeah. No, I, I, I get you there. But like when the one thing about Wake forty five points, thirty seven points, forty five points, forty four points this year so far. That's what they've done. I don't know how you give them more points. Like, can Florida State, like, these guys are scoring, I, I, I don't know, 44, 45, 45, 37. That's an average of over 40. Florida State's not doing that right now. Like, these guys can put up points at will. They can't stop nobody. So Florida State's going to have an opportunity, right? Can they put up points? We're going to find out. How good are those receivers? Again, we're going to find out. But Wake is comfortably, I feel comfortable that they're putting up 35 at a minimum. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm. I, I I see why you say it, but I don't know if I'm comfortable with them just throwing up that number. And by the way, Florida State's put up 47, 24 in LSU, 35 on Louisville, 44 on Boston College. Like they can score it. So it hadn't been bad. Now they gave up 31 to Louisville. Louisville, to your point. Right, they gave up some big plays and chunks at times to LSU. Right, to your point. So I don't think they've got this dominant defense, and Wake can get up and down the court now. <laughs> they can do it. I know it's a field. Yes, you get the idea. I do get the idea. And I mean, I don't see this maybe being that different than they just played against Clemson. I just think the mental edge right now is at FSU. They've got the home field. They've got a good crowd. They've got a coach on the other end who, for some reason, was taking a couple of shots. And they've got a Wake Forest team that has to bring it two weeks in a row. So, now listen, I'll say the same thing for Florida State next week when they go to NC State. That's going to be tough. Like, you actually have to find yourself a way to get up three weeks in a row for Wake Forest, for NC State, for Clemson. And you're saying, Brent, it's not hard to do that. Well, yeah, it is. Like, it can be a hard thing to do. Like, go get your A game or one of your best games especially when they really didn't have to last week. They could get away with some stuff early in the season. I mean, LSU ain't that good. Right. You can get away with some stuff. Louisville's not that good. You can get away with some stuff. And so what, what I like about this stretch is we're about to find out two things about FSU. Can they handle success? And if they're really pretty good. Again, I think they're okay. Like, they're not a fraud. I also don't think they're unbelievably good. Right. But to get into that category of pretty good isn't a bad thing right now for Mike Norvell and FSU. Sure. And if they're pretty good, they probably, I mean, do they win two out of these three? I mean, heck, you might be very good if you win two out of these three. Yeah. It's a hell of a stretch. And they're all ranked teams. Wake's your lowest ranked team out of the other two. I think they're good teams. I think all of them are good teams. I think Florida State's a good team. I think it's going to be really good football. It's, gonna be a, it's a challenge for FSU really now the rest of the season. They've got, they've got these three games. They got a Georgia Tech team, whatever. But then they got emotional game against Miami, an emotional game against Florida to finish the year. There's a lot on this plate still. There's a lot of ways this season still can go. Agreed. But as I've said about the Jags before, they're better than Miami. They're better than Florida. And can you imagine the season? Yes, these three games are important. Let's say you lose them all, right? But you beat Miami and Florida. It's a good year. Well, you can't lose them all. Can't lose these next three. I understand what you're saying, but you can't lose these next three. You no, better win no one. Steal one. You better win one. All right, we'll be back. Uh, Brent and friends on ESPN 690. We put a bow on a pretty wild week here in the state of Florida when we get back. Yeah, I mean, we're just... You know, we're on offense, we're, we're finding our stride. Defense has been great all year. You know, we're, we're starting to click on all cylinders. We can keep getting better on offense. Uh, you know, there was a, a spell halfway through the game right there that, you know, we didn't put any points on the board, but you know, I thought we responded well. Score points when we needed to. Defense is going to keep playing great. That's what they do. Who was dog whistling through that? <laughs> Holy cow. Who was that? Joe Burr. That was Joe? Yep. Uh, Joe Burrow, they got to be playing a little bit better. But they're back in it now at 2-2. Two and two. That was a big game. Imagine if they were 1-3 and three and the Dolphins were 4-0. and, oh and That was a big game. So uh, we'll see 
uh, what shakes out in the AFC North, which can be very good, but also you just, is there a curiosity right now about the North and the AFC West? Like, how good are these teams? We thought they were going to be just crazy good. Yeah. And, I mean, Baltimore's good, but they blew a huge lead to the Dolphins. Like, how did that happen? Pittsburgh Steelers are not very good right now. The Cleveland Browns are, I don't know, what the heck are they? And you've got the Bengals who now have won two in a row, but still haven't fully impressed. I mean, they beat the Jets and the Dolphins team that ended up losing two a halfway through. Uh, although I'm not a big like, – does two, did two and the Dolphins win that game if he stayed in? Like, I don't – I didn't – I don't see that with two. And that's kind of a problem with two as a player, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, I can't say that they win that game if he stays in. So, yeah, that has been the knock on him and – uh, we'll see how they play out with that. But, yeah, I mean, that is an, an interesting part of his game. I will say this, though, Brent. Uh, I would take the North over the West right now if I had to take a four-team group of them. Yeah, probably would, too, but I've not never with a cared whole about, lot of confidence. I, I would. I've never cared about coaching so much since Doug Peterson got here. And I look <laughs> at those teams, I'm like, better coach, better coach, better coach, better coach. Yeah, Maybe on Stefanski there's a question there, but, like, I don't think much of Staley. Uh, the Raiders obviously aren't aren't – Proving that the coaching hire was a good one. Same with the Broncos. So, yeah, I mean, you got Andy Reid, who's the king of that well, hill, yeah. and Tomlin, of course. Yeah. You've got one each. That You've got elite, a bunch, elite right? coaches. And, yeah. Well, and Harbaugh too, to your point. So, um, and yeah, I, I, I like guess that's too. a fair point. That's like that's the one thing about the West that they're super talented, and it's maybe showing up that Staley isn't as good as the top or the premier coaches in the league. You believe that. I do. Uh, but McDaniels, I mean, this is a flop of a start in, in his second chance. Really bad. Right now. And then uh, and Hackett has had issues. Yet it's still 2-1, and one, but has had issues. So I'm always interested in the NFL. Like, how's the storyline going to change from what we think it is in the first month of the year to what it is, let's just say, in, like, November? We've got to give it a lot more time. But something's going to turn. And the Hackett one is very interesting to me because he could be like, he could just be a flop and it might not work out for him. But he also could be this guy that it was so bad that he had to even go hire somebody else to help him out like three weeks into the season. But they were two and one when it was so bad. That's the thing. And you look up and it's like, oh, now they got the offense cooking and Russ is cooking. And hey, guess what? In November, they're sitting here and they're like nine and three. And that's the thing. That's exactly the thing. The Raiders can't do that. Like, the Raiders would have to go off, off to get to that point. And, again, let the Broncos figure it out. They backdoor themselves into 10 wins because of the ones they got early. And their defense is really good. Yeah. they. The like, their good. defense has obviously kept a minute. Yeah. Oh, you know, I never did that uh, turnaround thing. What happens? We get talking. And this is the point of the show. Well, you've got... What, four minutes? I, I bought you a minute as well in the last break. So you got four minutes to kind of get the numbers together, do the quick math on a Friday to end the show, yeah. give the people the numbers on the way out of here. I will, but I want, I've got something else for you. Okay. What else is going on this weekend? Well, does Aaron Judge get oh, yeah. 62? I forgot about Aaron. And I know we've talked all about it, who thinks what, and the record, and we differ on that. But, you know... I remember we had this conversation a couple weeks ago. I said like 67, 68, 66 was the number. Yeah. I think I said 63. Obviously, I'm closer. I don't know what we bet, but right now I'm closer. Mm -hmm. There's only what? They play till Wednesday. Six games left then? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Depending on if the Yankees have an off day or whatnot. But, yeah, then I, I don't anticipate this happening, but they have clinched the AL East. 
So would you put him down on the bench a little bit? I give. I DH him. I think I would DH him because that could happen. They that's they can't afford an injury to Aaron Judge. And could you could you imagine? You have nothing to play for. Something goes nothing major. Just you know, little ankle tweak. Aaron Boone. See ya. Oh my. Souvenir City, Aaron Boone. You are fired. Because you can't afford that to happen, so that would not be good. That would not be good. I, but yeah, that is that is something to monitor. You would think he could hit one, but you know we said that last week too. Okay. By the way, the Dodgers have like 107 wins, Brent. I don't know if you saw that. Is that what they're up to? They were on pace for like 140 at one time. It felt like. Yeah, they're they're at 107, but they could easily get to 110, which would be nuts. Um, what happened to my computer here? Because I was on a roll. I found the San Francisco 49ers numbers. And now all of a sudden it uh, it froze up on me. Really? What are we doing here? A radio show. Well, here's what I can tell you this. In two thousand when they went four and twelve in two thousand eighteen, by the way, this was a reference early in the show. I wanted to see how much they corrected because the Jags right now are on pace, I think, to correct in a big way offensively, especially. And so my curiosity was how much did like a team like San Francisco correct? When they went 4-12, and 12, they averaged 21.4 points a game, which was like 21st out of 32 teams. They, they gave up 27 points a game, which was 28th out of 32 teams. And the next year they scored 29 a game. So that was up eight points. They went from 21 points a game to 29 points a game. It's a lot of points. The Jaguars were uh, 14.9 points last year. And right now they're averaging, are they averaging almost 30 points a game? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's probably not going to stay. I can give you one as well, Brent, for the numbers. Uh, you, you mentioned the San Francisco team, but just for uh, recent comparison, Cincinnati in 2020, 19.4 points a game. Okay. Last year, the turnaround, they go to the Super Bowl. Yep. 27.1 points per game. So 19 to 27, so a plus 8. So they went from 29th in the league to 7th in the league. All right, uh, just to go back, here's here's the other thing about, I finally found the San Francisco one, 29.9, so that's a plus 8. They were 2nd out of 32, so they went from 21st to 2nd in the league in scoring. There you go. And how about the defense? 27 points a game to 19 so you start, you know, you do it both ways. Yeah. And you're talking about a disparity of uh, eight and eight, essentially 16 points, plus minus 16 mm-hmm. over two years where they went from four and 12 to 13 and three. Right now, the Jags are giving up like 12 points a game. And they're scoring a bunch. A bunch. How many have they given up? 12 points a game, they're scoring 30. 0, 10, yeah. 20, what was it? Sorry, math on radio at the same time is not good. I know it. but As we close out of Friday, do you think uh, 28? 28, 10, and 0. Yeah. So they're, they're on some paces for some crazy flipping of numbers here in Jacksonville. We'll see if it echoes like a Cincinnati, see if it echoes like a San Fran. And really, it could even echo the team like the Jags of 16 to 17, how they had a big flip from 3 and 13 to winning the AFC South. 
Um, and maybe the Jags are on their way to doing that. We'll see. Big game in uh, Philly this weekend. I'll be there with the team. We'll leave tomorrow. So all coverage this weekend, CBS 47, Fox 30, Action Sports Jacks primetime. Countdown to kickoff on Sunday morning, postgame show as well. And join us on Sunday here at 9 a.m. Uh, for ESPN 690 Game Day Live. Uh, Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton, and I'll check in from the road in Philly. Hope you have a fantastic weekend, everybody. Happy birthday, Casey Kurtz. Yeah, yeah. You get the rest of the night off. Thank you. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good weekend.